Good Friday, everyone. I am Nancy Gill with the James Exchange, bringing you a special report on gold mining in Buckingham and the status of the Community Rights Ordinance the Friends of Buckingham and the Virginia Community Rights Network has put before them. Tomorrow at Union Grove Baptist Church at 2522 Shelton Store Road in Buckingham, there will be music and meeting starting at 2.45 p.m. The organizers have invited Ben Price with the Community Environmental Legal Defense Fund to answer questions the Board of Supervisors have asked regarding the Community Rights Ordinance. In this episode, Heidi Devia Bertu discussed the status of the Community Rights Ordinance and what is happening on the state level with gold mining and other mining as well. And as always, if you have a story, an issue, or just want to have a conversation, contact me. Have a great weekend. I'm actually here at the dining room table with Heidi Bertu, and she has been on my podcast before with Mindy Zlotnick when they discussed gold mining in Buckingham County and the community rights ordinance that they have put before the Board of Supervisors in the fine county of Buckingham. Welcome, Heidi. Thank you, Nancy. Always good to talk to you. You said that the Board of Supervisors accepted the ordinance. They sort of had discussion at their last meeting. Did they make any decisions on it? Well, when you say they accepted the ordinance, they received it from us. (laughs) We want them to adopt it. They, at the July meeting, they chose to go ahead and have the county attorney and administrator take a look at it. At the August Board of Supervisors meeting, is always on the second Mondays, the administrator and the county attorney made their commentary and then the supervisors tossed it around and essentially kicked it down the road. So they really didn't make a decision? Well, I would, they didn't make a motion, so they didn't make an official decision, but substantially is that there is consensus that they are all against gold mining and they want to do something about it. And actually here, here's like a quote, um, something definitely needs to be put in place. Now, whether it's our rights-based ordinance or something else, we, we have yet to see. But what they did say is that they would like to see what happens with the state study and wait to see the results of that. But tell me about the state study that you just referenced. Well, our, maybe I should just say, we're working at the local level and then also at the state level. And so who is we? There's a coalition of organizations across the state that came to work with Friends of Buckingham and Virginia Community Rights Network. That coalition is called Press Pause Coalition. And we got HB 223 passed the 2021 assembly because we first learned about this in June of 2020. That was a month before the pipeline was shut down. And this is the (laughs) exploratory drilling for gold mines. 
that we discovered at that time. And then we hustled because you want to get your bills in before October, November. We were totally new to, to writing bills, but we worked with some stellar state, and they're also national organizations, like uh, League of Conservation Voters. They were integral and Appalachian Voices to helping, and Virginia Conservation Network, and on, and Piedmont Environmental Council, to get a bill before the General Assembly to tweet because who knows you know how fast something like that is gonna is gonna happen so we got the HB 2213 passed and what that what that directed uh, three state agencies Department of Health uh, DEQ Department of Environmental Quality and Department of Mines Minerals and Energy which is now called Virginia Energy it directed those three to coordinate a study on the impacts uh, of gold mining to Virginia. Uh, They tossed it over to the National Academies of Sciences to do a big part of the study. Then the other part is to include, um, it's called the SAC or State Agency Committee that is working with the stakeholders or is supposed to be working with the (laughs) stakeholders. It's, It's a lot to coordinate and we're asking agencies that are underfunded underpaid, understaffed, to do a study on top of what they already do. So I have some sympathy for them. One of the, if, and correct me if I'm wrong, from what I've, what I understand is the community rights ordinance actually goes after toxic trespass. Yeah. And this is more of a civil rights as opposed to anything that's regulated by any governmental agency. Yes. That's the angle that we're going at this at the local level. The state level is looking at at regulations. We that are working on the local level to try to change thinking and law have also inserted at the state level some of the ideas about toxic trespass and prove it first. The prove it first law was at the state level and is in proposal stage in Minnesota. It was law in in Wisconsin for 20 years until Governor Scott Walker, in his wisdom, took it down. But they they protected themselves from, it's not all metals mining, but they protected themselves from that for 20 years. We've added that to our local rights-based ordinance. So we've, and we've, we've also added environmental justice requirements before getting a permit, not you know, after. Virginia is Dillon Rule. Yep. Which basically the, I guess, the state government just tells us that they know better than we do on how to regulate or manage our own localities. Is that about right? Yeah, it's described in, in different ways, but it's almost like parent to child. The localities are kind of impotent. They're not supposed to have any power, and the state is supposed to have it all. But, you know, these ideas are, have been tossed around through the centuries and are always in flux. And right now, Dylan's rule rules. It doesn't have to be that way. I just wanted to catch people up on what Buckingham was doing as far as the gold mines go. I understand they really don't want them. It's quite refreshing for us after the pipeline where we really struggled to find the support 
to find that most people, I mean, they have knee-jerk reactions to gold mining. I mean, most people know how toxic they are around the world. I had no idea, and so many people may. I may be overgeneralizing, but there's sort of a romantic notion about the whole gold mining thing, and I don't think that folks realize that in the county of Virginia, there's 70-some vacant gold mines that shut down after the Civil War or before the Civil War, and everybody moved west and to Alaska. And it's these gold mines that they're now going in and drilling, and they're filled with mercury. And then you were telling me that they use cyanide now to process out the gold? Yeah, yeah. And it's like you take those two. Yeah. We talk about toxic trespass. <laughs> yes, yes. And I just wanted to say, because you said um, the county of Virginia, but you meant Buckingham. Yes, I did. Because Buckingham has 70-some abandoned that, that's mines. That's what I meant. And then the rest of the state has a whole lot more. Right. And, yeah. and this vein goes... The gold pyrite belt yes. is what they call it in vein, yeah. It's much larger than we think. It actually goes from down into South and North Carolina? We, you know, for Virginia, we say Fairfax to Halifax, but it really starts down in Georgia and goes up to Newfoundland. See, that's what people don't realize. Do you think that the Board of Supervisors will act in any way on the community rights ordinance, or do you think they're just going to keep kicking the can down the road? The, f- the future is not ours to see. <laughs> Doris Day comes to mind. <laughs> we'll see, but, you know, with, with the pipeline, we were just so annoyed with them. I think somehow, some of us anyway, are coming around to, to seeing that they want to do the right thing, but they're afraid to. Okay. Because they would be, if, for them to deny a permit, they would be subject to being sued by industry for loss of future profits. That's the crazy way that this system works. This is our collective consciousness here that has gotten us into this, uh, you know, gotten us to this ecological crisis that we're in. It's this rape and pillage and thinking of Mother Earth as a resource to be used and commodified and consumed instead of they're supposed to be the stewards of the land. Right, exactly. And protect it for future generations, of yep. course. Yep. Is there anything else? Well, actually, there is, because a few Sundays ago, I went over to Maggie Snotty's for a play. It was a reading. It was very well done. And I know this past Sunday, she had a second group of people come. They were basically workshopping the play. The first time when, okay, when you so. were there. But this time it was more open to the public. And this is actually the fourth time it's been performed. And the third time was at the Buckingham Community Center to the senior group. Boy, they were really engaged. It was inspiring. And these are mostly older women. They were really getting it. It's really inspired us to see how theater speaks speak so much. You and I are having this dialogue, and this is nice, but, you know, a play, you kind of really get, we all know, you get immersed in, you kind of get lost in, but your heart really gets touched. Mm-hmm. And we saw the power of theater. And so how that happened, Scottsville Farmer's Market. We were canvassing there all last year. A lot of interesting people, and one of them was 
Beth Shirk from Fluvanna, a local playwright. She started helping us to write letters to the editor, like ghost letters for people who need help mm -hmm. with writing. And then she offered to write a play, and we were like, okay. One thing led to another, and yet actually got aired on NPR <laughs> this, this past week. <laughs> I'll have to check that out and maybe tag it. Yeah, in... a, a, you know, just a little piece of it. It was Sandy Hausman with VTF. Yeah. Saturday, there's something going on yeah. in Buckingham. What's that? Yes. So we are having at the Union Grove Baptist Church at 2.45, we're having music and then meeting. And we, uh, so this is in preparation for the next supervisor meeting, which is on September 12th, where we're um, encouraging people to come out and speak up and continue pressing the issue past the ordinance. Now, do not wait for the state to show us their cards. So the supervisors really think that the, think that at least they were saying at the August meeting, they, they thought that the, uh, they, they had expectations of the state uh, declaring a ban on gold mining. There are problems with that because we don't think they're going to do that, for one thing. And for the other thing, that's just gold mining. It's not all metallic mining. Our, our local ordinance would cover the larger picture, metallic mining, protecting us from uh, to toxic trespass of, of metallic mining. I don't know if the November ballots are finalized yet, but it seems to me that you perhaps should get this put on as a local referendum and let the people of Buckingham vote for it. Uh-huh. Well, you know, what an idea. We should look into that. The people adopt it. Yeah. The supervisors cannot deny it, uh -huh. I don't think. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. In this Dylan Rule Commonwealth of ours. Yeah. Anyway, something to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, this meeting, anyway, Saturday, is in preparation for that. And we will be having Ben Price there from Community Environmental Legal Defense Fund, who helped us write our ordinance and who helped Halifax write an ordinance on chemical trespass um, against uranium mining back in 2008. So he's going to come and answer these tough questions that the supervisors are asking. One of the things they said is the county cannot adopt anything more stringent than the regulations set by the state. But again, our point is that's a misunderstanding because we're not regulatory. Not, not regulatory. And this, it's like we have to keep repeating this for ourselves to understand it. But then the other thing that they said was we cannot recommend that Buckingham County adopt an ordinance based on this claim of right. It would put the county in a difficult position if called upon to defend such an ordinance. So we want Ben to explain to all of us what exactly they're concerned about. This is complex. I mean, we all know that we don't want gold mining. You can't just create a ban, and this is not a ban. This is a rights-based ordinance. The other thinking that we understand from the supervisors is they think that there's a ban on uranium, but it's actually a moratorium. I'm not really sure of the legalese of what the difference is, but industry is kind of routinely coming back to chip away at it to see, ooh, you know, maybe we can override that one now. So nothing is ever final. Mm -hmm. And you have to keep, you have to do maintenance. You have to keep your vigil. So we have to keep awake. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this is essentially about awakening. It's a paradigm shift in how we think about how we care for each other and our communities 
and how we assert our our needs to to live healthy, sane lives, and not to just mindlessly go, okay, well, we're going to be, you know, run over anyway by industry, so let's just, I don't know, put up with it. No, we have to stay awake and, and say no. And, and this is just one of many issues, but it takes focus, mm-hmm. and that's dedicated ourselves to do. <laughs> well, anybody who's listening to this, if you're interested in going Saturday to the conversation, the musical event in Buckingham. Where is it being held? Union Grove Baptist okay. Church on Shelton Store Road. And what time did you say again? 2.45. I could also say something about Friday's meeting, oh, yes, which, which is tomorrow. Yes, that, yeah. that's a state thing. And yeah. I'll, I'll push this out probably in the morning. It might be too late. But, but I'll, I'll mention it anyway. So okay. go ahead. What's going okay. on tomorrow? Yeah, so tomorrow is the monthly state agency committee meeting. They have Buckingham Community Center. It's hybrid, so it's online. And it's also, and you can find all this stuff out on the Friends of Buckingham Gold page. You just so nine to noon, and uh, they'll they'll have quite a full agenda tomorrow. Though we didn't think they have to create a report that goes to um, Virginia Energy, who then will present it to the General Assembly. You know their findings and recommendations. This is for the state. You don't have to live right. in Buckingham. And they need to hear from people okay. I that will people put, care. I'll, I'll put the link up, too. And you can comment until September 30th. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. But always coming out at meetings is, you know, it's more, it brings it to life. Well, like you said, <laughs> that the magic happens. Yes. <laughs> when you show up. Yes. <laughs> you got to show up, though. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, send good wishes and show up. Keep your hearts and, and minds open. That's what we have to do all mm-hmm. the time. Yes. Can't get too attached to one way of thinking. <laughs> this is absolutely true. And we'll just keep reporting on what Buckingham is doing over there. Very active. Oh, and Nancy, I, I, I have to say thank you for doing this. This is just fabulous that you care enough about your community to you know share the good news. The good news. <laughs> Yes. Well, good luck on Saturday. Thank you. You're welcome.